1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: This is the best of two pros in a couple of Joe with Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: For those of you that are just waking up in Los Angeles, listening to us on the Blowtorch AM 570 LA Sports, um, the uh, story we uh, opened the show with was the uh, speculation out there about Sean McVay's future. Now, he dismissed um, you know some of that after the Super Bowl and just said, well, ah, you know, it's not to uh, let uh, we'll Just focus go on... Google me. Yeah. You'll come up with your own conclusions. <laughs> and um, <laughs> now there is a uh, there's a uh, report out from the L.A. Times, uh, Dylan Hernandez, uh, who's said that uh, Sean McVeigh a little bit more open to the idea of uh, maybe walking away uh, you know was talking about how uh, winning a Super Bowl does make it easier to walk away if he did want to walk away and so this is um, on the heels of the conversation we had yesterday and Brady had pointed this out and it told me about this stuff a couple of weeks ago at least uh, and then there were some people in the media that were a little bit um, you know I think bothered that they weren't uh, included in some of this intel and so they took it out on others uh, on social media but that's well, the why is really the journalism. It's <laughs> the why. I mean, when they point. don't
3: break stuff, it yeah. ends up being the why that's the real journalism yeah. behind and
1: it. I hear you, know. man. That's a, that's a, just a solid point uh, through and through. You um, know how many amazing
2: coaches have never won Super Bowls? Like, I, I think first name that pops into my head is Marty Schottenheimer. Yep. Man, yep. Schottenheimer. Like, God, Lee, there have been so many amazing coaches. Marv Levy, Marv Levy he wasn't say, able yeah. to get one. Like, it's, it just blows me away. Like, I think of players that haven't been able to get, you know, super. We brought up Pat Willis and and Navarro Bowman. You know, I, I'm, I'm in my linebacker tree. And you think about guys like uh, Derrick Johnson uh, from out of Kansas City. And just, just imagine the era that him and Tamba dominated <laughs> you know the one right after theirs they're like a super bowl uh destruction team i mean they only got one but i mean they're always there but it, it just when you think about how difficult it is to achieve what it is that this rams team has achieved and what some of these players and these coaches have been able to achieve it just it, it's it to think that he's going to maximize this opportunity um, in that manner, I mean, props, man. There's only 35
1: guys that have ever won a Super Bowl as a head coach. Jeez. So, yeah, it's it's rarefied error. Props. Uh, so, uh, let me ask you guys this. When do you think he makes a decision? Because, or, or, well, here's two-parter. Do you think he walks away now? And if so, when does he make the decision?
3: Yes, and I think in the next week. Because I think if he's making this decision, then he's already – made this decision if that makes any sense. Yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing about it, right? He's had a tremendous run. He's established himself as someone who's good enough to not only win the Super Bowl, but he can get there. So he's gotten there multiple times. And and you know, for me, I I, I mean, and he was close. You know, He's I mean
3: never had a losing season. Yeah, outside of the rib injury
2: to Aaron Donald, who says that they're not able to continue to, to get to the Super Bowl that year? So I I just for me at 36, right? It's 36 years old. Yeah. Flip. Like guys at his age are are quality control. They they may be lucky enough to be a position guy. And, and hope for the best. Now, the trend is changing, but still, if you think about it, he could go on and live an entirely different life for the next 10 years and still come back and be at a prime and right age yeah. to coach. He could go away for 10 years if he wanted to. In 46, he's still considered to be a young head coach. Think about that. And pick where he wants to go. I mean, I'll say this. You might – there's the possibility. There's always the risk you run being away from the game. The one thing about football that you'll pay attention to, for as simple as it is in terms of schematically thinking of where X's and O's are on the field, the the idea of being away from the game too long is very real. Like – it adapts it adjusts it evolves constantly it is it is ever changing and 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 that's they say it's a copycat league it's a copycat league for a reason As people are trying to keep up with the new trends of what it is that goes into coaching that could be the only possibility that i see Um, other than maybe health brady but i mean just the idea of just being away from the game too long they might think that he's disconnected
3: from it sometimes that gives you perspective though fair and you know i I hate using john gruden as an example only because i don't think we'll ever see him coach again but he was someone who was out of the game for how long it felt like over a decade it was a long time
2: i mean was it uh gosh it had like. to be more it, it, i mean he won well, the super bowl in what oh one
1: yeah he left O8 uh, was his final year so yeah, yeah. about about yeah. 10, years. 10 yeah, years yeah about 10 years yeah. yeah so he was gone for about a decade
3: and he came back and did you feel like their offense he's an offensive minded guy did you feel like it, it took any steps back? It had any issues putting up production points? I mean, There was
2: potential there. Yeah, there was potential for him to Well, I'm, I'm just saying,
3: like, I think the one thing that was wrong during his tenure as head coach there, aside from the email stuff and all that, was defense. Yeah. It wasn't offense. They had no problem putting up points and all of that. I mean, and they've arguably never really had a number one wide receiver during his time there. So I, I just feel like I don't think it, the time off hurt him. I think it probably gave him some perspective when talking about coaching now, uh, not the other stuff. But I I do think it gave him some perspective as what's out there, what's working, what's not. I mean, you know, he again, he's got that, what is it, the the AFCA, like the Fired Coaches Association or something uh, down in Tampa. And he's got this gigantic film room and all this tape and all these things. And, you know, I think if you're keeping up on the game like that, and which you are if you're calling games as a broadcaster every week in a primetime spot. True. That is you true. are. Yeah. I, I you know, you're still keeping in touch with coaches. And by the way, you're watching more, at least in regards to the league and its in its entirety, than you are probably as a coach. Because you're so like tunnel visioned in on our team and who we're playing. Our team and who we're playing. Our division, you know, and our team. That's it you're only worried about the teams that are on your schedule. you're not worried about teams that you may not play you know next season what what their situation is or what's going on or how they're doing things. so I think it almost gives you a little greater view of the entire landscape that can play to your advantage if you continually are monitoring and trying to improve your skills and again. Sean McVay is not a lazy guy. He, you know, he might be stepping away, but that's only to try to excel than it's something else. Like he's wired like that. Oh, we know um, what that is. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs>
3: we know what that yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Giggity, 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 giggity. You know, okay,
3: so I'll just say it now. It is interesting that you're seeing Sean McVay and Tom Brady both step, step away from the game at this point in oh. time. Yeah. It's and, uh, and I think they've got some really good reasons for doing it. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Is it connected? Is it connected? I don't know if it's connected, uh, yeah. but I'd say it's <laughs> yeah. but But they're, it really, they're,
2: they're very relatable. Yeah. All right. Okay. A lot of similarities. I mean, I think All it's right.
3: quite possibly that – you know, hey, why are you retiring? Oh, because of that? Oh, okay. I, I get it.
1: Here, you know what's funny? I'm about not judging. For you certain, know, I will not, unless do, it's positive. Do you, do you think he's leaving LeVar? Yes or no? Because I think he's out. I just I think don't he's gone. see
2: why he would do it, but. I mean, look at your computer screen right there. Talking, That's
3: why.
1: Yeah. We've been talking right the entire
3: there. morning about why Here. you think you'd do it. Hey, look at my ther-
1: phone. And- That's why he would do it. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that creepy laugh.
0: Um,
2: in theory, I get where you guys are, are coming from. Oh, you but, do? Okay. but I also would say, I mean, doesn't that add to the bravado? Doesn't that add to, like, the swag that he brings to the table. Like, I mean, talk about is TV, not e- okay. Yeah, but it's different. It's different TV. The, the feeling you get on game day or leading up to game day is very different. Oh, that. When you're the show in terms of calling the game versus being the
1: guy who's calling the I, game. You when, know? when, when John Gruden left and he went to ESPN he walked away. He was forty-five years old, and there was rumors every single year, seemingly, that John Gruden was going to take a job. Remember the John Gruden to Texas rumors well, that he was going to take Urban the Texas Meyer. job, Urban or, or, or no, it, is was, the ten, same it was Tennessee. Thing. I think it was Tennessee. Um, and there was also uh, Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher yeah. for years, it was done. Yeah. T- he, he was forty-nine. To your point, McVay could sit out a decade and still come back and, and, and be Gruden's age when he left Tampa. When He's, he left, yes, when, when he left Tampa, yeah. if if. If they were to, and there's a lot of similarities between him and Gruden because he was on the uh, Sean McVay was on the Buck staff, Gruden's final year in Tampa, and Gruden is one of his mentors, one of his the guys that he's looked up to throughout the course of his career. I just think it makes so much sense for take, him to walk. You now. take a
2: decade off, you build a family. You're there for what the first till till their the kids are maybe in first second grade third grade that's like the perfect time to get tired of being at home being around your kids <laughs> being around your chick that's like the perfect time to be like yep time to go back in oh, time to start no. coaching time to start burning those midnight oils sleeping under my i saw joe gibbs like they they talked about it. they it, sleeping in their 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 meeting rooms like sleeping in their offices to to prepare for the week and prepare the game no you didn't want to be around your chick. <laughs> you didn't want to be around the crib. Like you'd rather be in the football offices than be at home. Like yeah. a lot of these coaches are escaping the prisons that they live in at home. I'm talking to all of y'all. I don't care. I'm th- I'm, and, and he's I'm not call lying. It what it is? I, I
3: swear to you, he's not lying. There, are, there are coaches who just aren't geared. Or don't have the desire to want to be at home and, and help raise their kids. No, nope. I, I don't want this to sound controversial. It's just a matter of fact. And they might not be willing to admit it, but as a player, you see that sometimes. Yep. And as a player, you look at it and go, are we working harder or smarter? Yeah. Like, we're not watching beta tape. We can, I can sort through our cut-ups in, like, that. We don't have to have someone sit there and literally comb through game after game, writing down the situation, the front, the coverage, the blitz, everything else, right? We don't have to do all that. It's all broken down for you. It's all done. It's already done. It's not complicated. It's football. And, and these guys will stay in the office forever. And you might say, well, what? yeah, but maybe they find one or two plays that makes a difference in the game. Please. What are you here but, for? I used to
2: look at these dudes like, what the F are you here for? man?
3: Well, the, the reality is the one or two plays that usually makes the difference in the game are like the two or three plays where there's a breakdown. And like someone makes just a play out of know what's a backyard play. And you're like, that's not coaching. That's not skiing. That's a mistake. That, that was a mistake. <laughs> or that was your player just being an athlete and figuring it out. Like, that's how that works. Uh... You happen
2: to be under your desk Sleeping overnight, some of them just want to just have the quiet. Uh, I'm assuming of their office and sleeping in there and having their essential oils uh, burning in the air and, and all that stuff. And then you have the other ones that then you realize that you know that well. Happy just, Father's just, Day. Well, just <laughs> just look at just look at the reports that are coming out of Washington. You'll you'll start to put together why they were sticking around a little bit a little while longer. As well, you know? I mean, I'm uh, just saying. Let's see, all 22. You know, Uh, know. it's uh, some people pay for admission. Some people just happen to have a job and be employed there, you know, at the club.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Eddie mentioned the uh, Kyler Murray drama with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. What the hell is going on here? So, Chris Mortensen had a report that came out over the weekend uh, in which uh, there were sources saying uh, that the thought on Kyler Murray was not very high as far as uh, just the opinion of him there in Arizona. They called him selfish. They called him uh, immature. Um, some of the other. Uh, Who the, are they? Uh, Can finger we start pointer. There? That's just a source uh, close to the organization. Uh, so, that stuff came out. The Cardinals dismissed it and said no 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 we you know uh, we are our, our feelings have not changed on kyler murray and this is after he scrubbed his social media of all arizona cardinals mentions so then uh kyler murray came out and defended himself via instagram uh you know everybody who's not amish can go check that out for themselves uh talking about uh, how he's uh you know he's he does it for his teammates etc., i ask et you guys
2: this question did, did those days who said he was all those those derogatory things did that come out before he scrubbed his IG or has after. that come out after? After. after, after. Do you yeah. think that that was a part of, like, do you guys think that he was aware of this going into scrubbing his his IG? Is that what
1: prompted this, <sighs> you guys think? I don't know. It It feels like something's amiss there. Like, there's – and, and look, the owner, uh, Bidwell, came out and was very critical of how the season ended and the late season collapsed. The playoff game was a disaster. Um, and he mentioned, you know, seeing their two division rivals, the Niners and Rams, playing in the NFC title game was, was bothersome to him. I'm sure he's probably not too thrilled that the Rams ended up winning a Super Bowl. But it does feel like there's something... That's not lining up there. And I don't know if it's Kyler Murray or if it's Cliff Kingsbury, or maybe they're just kind of fed up with whatever is happening, but it does feel like something's off based on a lot of the stuff that's come out. It's kind of a weird situation.
3: I look at it and just think, all right, he's done everything that I think you'd hoped they would do in his first three years. He's gotten better every year. Their team's gotten better every year and taking steps uh, I know he wants an extension, and that's, you know, they got to pick up his fifth-year option. Then they can start kind of negotiating what the framework looks like of that long-term deal. But the truth of the matter is, you know, if he's not in Arizona and if he's not with Cliff Kingsbury, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, is, is he a hot commodity on the free agent market or in comparison to other veteran quarterbacks that are up – for trade value i mean I, i'll ask you guys if all of the off the field issues go away for deshaun watson who would you rather have deshaun watson or Kyler murray deshaun
2: watson yeah it's not
3: i don't not think even that's close. even close what about russell wilson Kyler murray russell that's, wilson
2: i think that's comparable really okay yeah just because of youth okay youth impossible upside that one's that one's not as as simple
3: what about kirk cousins
1: Ooh. i'll take kirk cousins Kirk Cousins put up, he's had good years, man. He, yeah, he's yeah been, but I kind of feel consistent. like I know
2: what I'm getting with Kirk Cousins. I, yeah. I don't know that I know 100% what I'm getting from Kyler Murray just yet. All I, right, I here, still feel like
3: there's p- potential there. Just one more. last sexy one. All right. Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray? That's a good one. All, wow.
1: That's a wash for me.
2: I won't say it's a wash because I, I feel like Baker Mayfield. Is is is? I need to know that he's healthy. I, I I think it would be more health related. All things given, if they're both healthy right now, man, I think I still stay with Kyler on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be not. It would not be a large margin, but I I think I would stay with
3: Kyler. So the the point I'm trying to make is. You know, he wants an extension. If you want an extension, and right now it's quarterback market, and, and we, we talk about this, you don't have to be the best player at your position in the NFL to make the most of that position. You just have to be the next guy up. Yeah. And, and in in this current state of the NFL, financially it's as healthy as it's been. We're past the whole concessions for covid We've got a salary cap that should continue to rise under the new TV deal that was, that's was that been struck for the next decade. You've got gambling revenues that are starting to pop up state by state, and whether it's throughout the league or team by team, those partnerships are starting to grow. Stadiums are being filled back up again. So all of those, you know, fi- financially everyone's healthy, everyone's good. And, and I just kind of look at it and go, well, that's the hard part is, you know, if you sign him to an extension, you're agreeing to be paying him a substantial amount of money because he's one of those next guys up or he's the next guy looking for it. And, and, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, that's just how economics work. You know, when everyone goes to buy a gallon of milk now, it's more expensive than it was before because that's what a gallon of milk costs. If you want a franchise quarterback, that's the cost. It's, it's going to cost more as the cap keeps going up, as there's more room. You know, inflation plays a role in a lot of these NFL contracts. So, you know, he's looking for a new deal. He's probably trying to exercise whatever leverage he has. I am sure the team's saying, well, hold on a second. You know, there's been some issues here, too. Like, we're not sure we're so bought into all this. And we're not so sure if, if he was to go somewhere else, a team would put as much around him as we have. I mean, they brought in DeAndre Hopkins. They brought in a coach who loves him. I mean, loves him from the time he was recruited to Texas A&M to, you know, obviously now having a chance to coach him in the NFL. It's it's just kind of odd that he would take this sort of approach. And I don't think he – but I don't think he's the issue. I think it's more of Cliff Kingsbury and the lack of ability for him to adjust in the second half of seasons. And that's not at the Cardinals. You can go back to Texas Tech and look at that. So it's odd that he's, you know, chosen to handle things in this way. And I know he felt like he needed to make a statement about it, but I just—I I don't know. There's there's a lot up in the air for this team. I think over the next year, like a, a lot up in the air. I
2: mean, but he did it. He he scrubbed his social clean of of Arizona Cardinals. I mean, he did it. And and not only that, not only that, but again, as we mentioned, I, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll take it because I don't want to put anybody out there unnecessarily. But he put it out. I mean, he's got pitchers at the Pro Bowl. And and very specific pictures, not action shots of him throwing the ball or or messing around with teammates. It was specific with two different coaches from Green Bay. Now, the better question I would have went with was, would you take Kyler Murray over Jordan Love? Yes, that would be the question I would yeah. ask. And is there relevance to that answer being a yes or a no? Because to me, something happened, as y'all mentioned. I would like to know what it is that what happened, And then secondly, is that a, an option or a situation? Because we have now discovered that it is, is, it is more acceptable these days to see players that you did not anticipate or expect to leave when they did to leave.
1: rack.com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be if you wondered about the power and impact of this show in particular, the power and impact of the uh, the face of Big Noon Kickoff, uh, the pride of Dublin, Ohio, uh, the man who uh, is a star on radio and television, uh, just a uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, St. Patty's Day the season, o brother. Officially, uh, once uh, you know Valentine's Day is in the books, uh, now we focus and uh, get prepared for St. Patty's Day. if you wondered about that sort of impact and power? Uh, you can stop wondering; it's a real thing. Uh, we talked about the uh, controversy. Uh, in Super Bowl Fifty Six. There was a bet that was placed by yours truly on the Rams to miss uh, a point after try um, after a touchdown. Uh, they did so because of the slick ball uh, that Johnny Hecker uh, muffed. Um, probably shouldn't use those. Uh, ha, just, ha. those Not together. for this show. The, the context of this show. Is what the, no, uh, yeah. But anyways, don't do that. Uh, he uh, fumbled the uh, the the hold, and therefore there was a missed extra point. Well, a sports book that I was gambling through. Paid me at 7-1, to plus 700. Then they took the money back because they were waiting and monitoring the situation and then counted it as a loss. So I lost money. Well, we brought it up yesterday. Uh, Brady took to social media, called out said sportsbook, and they since have gone back, apologized for the air, and have now credited it as a win. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the power of Quinn. The power of Brady Quinn getting it done. How about you, man? You know
3: what what shocked me about this whole situation? And here's what I love, by the way, all right? For all you people out there listening, especially those who like to chime in on Twitter, (laughs) all right? Um... I, I'm trying to say, is trying to figure out how to say this delicately. No, y'all, don't be delicate. Dumb as hell. Yeah,
1: don't be delicate. No, they are. Y'all like, like dumb, to sit there, are dumb as to hell. To sit there and think that
3: I don't understand the language of a bet or That's the technicalities betting, within it. Like, guess what, pal. <laughs> I understand all of that, okay? Hey Brady, hey Brady, you know a lot,
2: but you don't know about
3: this one, buddy. Yeah, (laughs) I was reading the (laughs) comments. Well, and and the best was here is what I don't understand about these nimrods. All right, on social media, (laughs) somehow, some way, they're like arguing on behalf of the of the casino, of the sports book. You're like, dude. Shouldn't we all be against the sports book? should not we all be against the casino? <laughs> 100%. Or whatever site it is? 100%. Like, somehow, you Nimrods, are sitting there and you're like oh no we're gonna argue with each other about get if you should have um. won or lost the bet should we all be rooting for each other against the casinos what is happening to this country get have we lost um. all common sense it, like we're even divided against a casino
1: A um. casino are we serious it, idiots it, the language of the get bet up. Never indicated. Well, if it's a muffed punt or if it's a muffed snap or or if something goes wrong and the kick isn't actually attempted, uh, then it doesn't count as a win. All it said was miss point after try. And I got news for you: it was a miss point after try. That's what it was. They were trying to kick the extra point. He bobbled the hold, and that's why it wasn't like they were faking it and going for two. It it would have been one thing had they lined up and and went for two
2: or something, or literally
3: ran a fake. It was as clear as day. It was a failed point after attempt. Hundred percent trying to kick, trying to kick it through for one point. Well, they didn't kick
2: the ball technically. So, so hey, pal, you're going to have to understand in the world of gambling. No, pal, you have to understand in the world of gambling. You have been getting taken advantage of. Yes, and now you realize that actually, when you sit there and you call us dumb and crazy and morons and all this stuff. It's
1: actually you. you, uh, you it's guys, actually you. You guys saw the language of the bet that I set. Nowhere on there did it make the the the, the separation between. Did, did he swing his leg through, and and does that count as a miss? Because that's the only time this qualifies. Here's another one, and and I and I owned up to this one. So the other bet that I made was Joe Mixon anytime touchdown. All right, so right. anytime touchdown in the game, clearly stated on the bet was. If he throws a touchdown, the touchdown is considered. The score is considered the guy who receives it, not the one who right. throws it. Yep. it's right. a bad it's break. It's the same thing. It's a bad break, but it's clearly stated. I lost because that one. Because you're clearly not scoring a touchdown 100%. if you've thrown it. But they they but they indicate <laughs> Jonas. No, but they stop in, trying to get no, a second no, no, win. No, 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 no. <laughs> But they not. we're no, supporting you here. But it's it's true. Right. But they, indica- they <laughs> you're indicate they right. no, indicate right. they indicate on the bet that the guy throwing the ball does not is not count here because they they were making sure that everything was clear there they screwed up on this and we called them on it brady took to twitter and they acknowledged we screwed up and I promise right. you moving forward if this happens again that'll be clearly stated on their sports book that the kick must be in the air in order to count as a miss PAT moving forward. So I think we actually change gambling. And that's
2: fair. Yes. That is All 100% that's fair, unfair, but you can't change and say, "Oh, well they changed the going for two the way that that play unfolded." But that's the, not that's not uh, correct. The
1: people trying to justify, well you guys don't get it. You don't have, you, No, he didn't, didn't he didn't there's make contact. Insurance with Paul. Is, Paul. <laughs>
3: that they've got we know nimrod we know we know we do this for a living all right god it's just i don't understand why we feel like the smartest people in the world are on twitter and they need to chime in just stop talking they certainly are not go on with your life go read a book go figure it out go experience stuff stop living on social media And 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 stop
2: uh, attacking people that are actually doing something.
3: (laughs) How about that?
1: Start there. And by the way, uh, if only they knew that this was all for a $10 bet.
3: (laughs) Well, that was the funniest part about it. The best was some some guy was like tweeting back at Bovada like, oh, you're just going to let him do this so Brady wins his money back? I was like, this is how dumb you are. You didn't even read the thread. It's not even my bet. It was just calling a book out on something that wasn't clearly stated. There's been other instances where books have given back money on both sides because there was a controversy, a la the NFC Championship game yep. and, and the hit by Nickel uh, Roby Coleman. They paid out both sides on that. On that game, they paid out both sides because, in and, and, and some books, and it's because they felt like it was unfair. And it obviously was that big of a game changing event that changed the outcome of the game. It's a show of good, it's an act of goodwill. Or, you know, to, to all those people to out to there who use their books, captive. yes, because you know they'll come back and they'll bet again. Because if there is another controversy, the book will do the right thing. Right? It's not like it's a slim margin business. So, otherwise we're going somewhere else. It. Yeah, and there's a lot of competition
1: out there, especially nowadays. There, yeah. there was a during the pandemic. Remember when there wasn't anything going on except for baseball in Japan? Like uh, there was Japanese baseball. There was yeah. a league going on in Japan. Yep. yep. So, in a sports book in Vegas, and I forget which one it was, they were slow to update the live betting odds and they had the the same odds up not realizing that the game was already like four or five innings in and it was a blowout so people at the sportsbook and there were a few guys there noticed that they hadn't updated anything and so they started hammering that game live they ended up winning a ton because the sportsbook didn't update because they weren't paying close enough attention to what was happening in the game. Guess what? Those guys kept the money because that's their screw-up. You can't – just because there's a mistake made and maybe it's not totally on the up and up, if that's an error on the sportsbook, you got to pay error out. Then on the sportsbook. 100%. And so people trying to argue in defense Because I'll the, tell you straight like this,
2: if you make an error on your behalf – on a bet that you're making, oh, yeah. you're going your to still have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, you still deal with losing Yeah, your you're money. out your money.
3: It, it, what here, here's what's funny to me is it's no different if you're playing blackjack and the dealer overcompensates you or overpays you for a winning, which happens. It yes. It happens. Human error. It happens sometimes. They add it up differently. You take your money. You walk away from the table. Guess what? It's yours. Yep. Yeah. And that dealer now is the one that may receive a suspension, may be penalized for it. But it's yours. That's how they handle it in blackjack when you sit down at a table. If, if they miscalculate or miscount a payout, and obviously the, the casino ends up losing up a little money there. So it's just it's, – but again, it goes back to the initial point. It's crazy to me that people on social media are, like, defending the book – or defending Bavada in this case. Well, because like, it's
2: more about going dude, against you.
3: No, it doesn't Just have, so you It's, it's, it's on irrelevant. That. No, no, you know what it is. It's because people people don't see the bigger picture. They're not like, hey, maybe I have a bet that I could talk to these guys about, and they would they would bring attention to this book. Or maybe it's similar to something that happened to Jonas. Could have happened to me. Maybe I should bring it to light, and maybe I can get my money back. Like that's they the don't big think picture. that way. Yeah. The Small yeah, picture. That's the
2: big picture. The small picture is is they're looking at their Twitter, and they're like, man, he's better looking than me. He's he's taller than me. Wait, I can yeah. whoop his ass? No, I can't beat him up. Uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, well, no, can't beat him there. Well, maybe I have a better – no, yeah. don't. And then now He's it's got like power. I've got something over him. You've lost the bet. <laughs> yeah, losers. They would rather the the casino, the booking agent win than you win because, well, quite frankly, you're already better than yeah. they are, and that's the problem that yeah. you're running
1: into. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, hold that L. By the way, I would call that the most important ten dollar bet in the history of uh, gambling. Mm-hmm called that I, mean, I wouldn't say the most yeah. but it's up there and and don't worry of because of your guys because of your guys' help you know that uh you know that well that you were ready bucks. to just let
2: it ride brady told you to call him out so there
1: you well, go no i was going to send a, a message privately but i'm glad we aired him out publicly because well, uh, go. things got done <laughs> that's how it works
0: fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com Parts?
1: on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
3: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff...